Welcome to episode seven. Is it episode seven? I don't, I should know this. Welcome to um, this episode of Human Disaster Podcast. Um, For any new listeners, I'm sorry in advance. This is terrible. This is garbage. Um, Listen to it at your own peril. I take no responsibility for wasted time. And arguably all time is wasted time because we never get it back. Okay. Um, I'm going to start out by just saying that um, I talk about whatever comes to mind as soon as I press record and that could be anything. Right now I'm thinking about um, I'm thinking about how I don't really meditate um, because I have meditated before and like it's been recommended to me um, and it's just recommended to everyone because it's good for you to like you know, you know, be mindful of like where you are and kind of stop thinking about like dumb shit or whatever. I mean, I don't really know what the point is, but like I kind of get it. Like I get that it's meant to be good for you to like clear your head. But then to not think of something is obviously impossible because as soon as you try to stop thinking about, you know, anything, you are like inundated with thought. And um, what I, I got an app called Headspace. I don't know if anyone else uses it but like I found there's like they it's like guided meditation so that means a guy is talking to you and telling you what to think about and I find that really annoying because <laughs> I was sitting there like this fucking guy who does he think he is <laughs> telling me what to fucking do anyway that's obviously not rational because it's meant to be really relaxing and like they're trying to help you breathe and stuff, but I know how to breathe already. Um, not trying to flex. I'm really good at it. Um, but like, I just found his voice was really annoying, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Andy, and you're like med, yeah, whatever." That was my impression. He's, I don't know, nothing against Andy, but like, not for me. Um, the first time I ever meditated, um, I started laughing really, really hard, and then I started bawling, crying. So I don't know if that is in any way helpful for people who aren't sure if they want to start. But um, I found that recently, just today, um, if you don't really like guided meditation, but like you don't really know how to do it yourself, um, like you want some kind of background music or something, call like call an insurance broker or something. They will keep you on hold for maybe half an hour and you get to hear that really bad tinny like background music and occasionally you will hear a woman's voice saying we are receiving a lot of phone calls at the moment please stay on the line and that is that helped me so much I was sitting there maybe enraged who's to say am I ever not in a state of rage no so I'm sitting there holding my phone, wondering if they're ever going to let me buy insurance. And I'm like, hmm, all of a sudden, a wave of calm has washed over me. <laughs> I think I'm astral projecting. <laughs> I can see my own body from the corner of my bedroom, like on the line waiting for the insurance people to pick up. 
and I can see the numbers ticking by on my phone screen at like you know 29 45 46 47 and I'm like ah I've been meditating for half an hour without realizing um just listening to that really really bad music that's obviously played through like several speakers before it gets to your phone so it's so tinny and I would recommend that to people who aren't really sure if the Headspace app is for them do that call anyone call an insurance person call any kind of business that don't offer enough like they don't have enough people working doing the calls and it's not their fault by the way it's not like don't give people grief when they pick up because it's not them they just don't have enough people working so in like you know enjoy it let it take you for a ride astral project do what you will do that thing that they describe where you like every time they count down a number um you like go further and further into this like abyss but it's like a good abyss it's not a bad abyss like the abyss gets a bad rep but this is a good abyss um and, you, and that's that's what calling an insurance broker will get you, is just knee-deep in the good abyss. So would I say that's my news? Um, <laughs> uh, possibly, possibly all my news. Um, I was thinking today, I wanted to get other people's opinion on this, um, because I don't know if my family is especially insane and like, like sad not sad but like you know just a bit weird I don't know if we're insane and weird or if everyone has this conversation has anyone else had like in-depth conversations with their parents about like their funeral like their parents funeral like has anyone else gotten feedback on like what their parents want at their own funeral like my parents aren't old like they're not like on death's door they're like in their 50s um but like I know for a fact, okay, so dad's one, we are kind of taking the piss. Mum's is like really specific. Mum is Scottish and she wants people to like, she wants there to be a bagpipe player playing like Amazing Grace or some shit like that. And already I can say that's going to be a hot no. It's going to be Kira and I performing um, a Hannah Montana number from 2006. And that's it. That's it. Um, but dad's one is like, he's like, do not spend any money on me. I don't think he's anticipating my career goes very far, but that's between us. Um, he's like, do not spend any money on me. I'm like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, the, you can throw my body in like a wooden box and just let it like, just over the side of the road. <laughs> I don't think he was being serious about that part, but like, like, you know, we've made jokes about how we're going to play, like, the Top Gear theme tune as they're lowering his body into the grave. So, um, yeah, just wondering, just, um, just, um, offspring to offspring, is this a regular conversation to have with your parents or is this a bit weird? Also, Kira and I are going to, like, donate dad's body to science just for the money. ha. <laughs> There's a thing, I think they do it everywhere, but in UCC, um, you can, like, donate people's, like, corpses. So they could be, like, cadavers used for, like, medical students to chop up. Um, and that's kind of, I think, a bit poetic, because Dad went to UCC to do medicine. So it's, like, from whence he came. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Is that a weird conversation to have or does everyone kind of go through that? Like, I don't know. I think we're just anticipating our parents' deaths really early. Um, and we're definitely thinking and talking about it too much and too openly. Um, but anyway, that might just be my kind of skewed perception of it. Um, so please, guys, talk to me, text me, get back to me. Um, what conversations have you had with your parents about like their deaths and their funerals and everything? <laughs> How they want to be sorted out? Dad's just like coffins are a ripoff. Like that is something he said to us multiple times. I don't think we brought it up. I think that's important to note. It's not Kira and I being like, by the way, what do you guys want at your funeral? I feel like mom and dad have brought it to us and we've just like, you know, stored that information somewhere. But I'm not sure. Coffins, yeah. Dad's like, they are so expensive. And for what? Like, it's just going into the ground. Like, dad told us when we were really small that like worms will eat through the timber or the wood of a coffin and then they will eat you like your dead body like I remember him telling me that when I was like nine or ten and I was just like that is the most horrific thing I've ever heard in my whole life so it might just be dad is a bit odd it might just be that um but yeah get back to me so there is a very popular conspiracy theory that um, a group of powerful and influential people, a very small group of people um, who have a lot of wealth and resources and fame um, are just in this organization together and they make decisions that are meant to like manipulate masses of people, um, you know, to do basically whatever they want. And um, so the group is known as the Illuminati. And um, what else What else to say about this? Oh, yes. Everyone in the Illuminati is supposed to be a big lizard wearing a skin suit. So a big lizard wearing a skin suit and um, they're not like they're like shapeshift. I don't know. This isn't actually very clear to me. I don't know if they're shapeshifting lizards. Or if they are lizards, like, that, like, you know, they, like, can unzip and show themselves to be lizards. I don't know if they're wearing, like, prosthetics or whatever. Um, Or if they just have the ability to, like, change colour. Like, I guess, like, you know, a chameleon can change colour and stuff. But, like, they can't grow, like, noses and hair and shit. Um, So, anyway, that's the theory. So... You know, there's a lot there to unpack. Um, I'm going to start with the lizard thing because it is just, it's really hard. It's really hard to see past. Um, so my first problem is how um, lizards don't get that big. <laughs> um, I've never seen... I've, <laughs> Um, I have never seen, I've never even seen a lizard walk on two legs. <laughs> so lizards don't get, don't get that big. Okay, so Lady Gaga is only like five foot three, but she would be the smallest member of the Illuminati. And I know Lady Gaga's in the Illuminati because I looked this up when I was like 11 or 12 
and I went onto this Wikipedia page and I was convinced that everything I was reading was true. I was convinced that everything I was reading was true and like what they were saying on this, you know, site was like, oh, so you can see that she's making these signs here with her hands and stuff in concert and like, you know, this is Jay-Z's like record label and whatever and it's like, oh my God, like these are all connected. This is bananas. Like how how are we not like arresting Lady Gaga and like trying to figure out what she knows and all this shit and then I told my parents and they were like yeah just because it's online doesn't mean it's true um so anyway with that in mind um Lady Gaga is the smallest of the um shape-shifting lizards that run the world um so with that theory comes so yes the first problem they just don't get that tall they just don't get that tall. Second problem, they don't walk on like two feet, two legs. They're not bipeds. They are, oh my God, they lick their own eyeballs. Like they eat bugs. Um, They're cold-blooded. Have you ever seen any of them lying out on a rock to absorb heat? I don't think I have. Um, What else? Um, Oh yes, lizards don't communicate with each other. Um, they don't have a language. How would they even be able to organize a group? Like, we can't even keep a, a... We can't even organize a government very well. How do you think, like, a bunch of lizards are gonna accrue all of this wealth? And then, like... Oh, that's another thing. Like, when do they become lizards? Like, are you destined to be famous because you're born a lizard? And then people know that you will have to be like an honorary member of the Illuminati or do you make it so far and then become a lizard? Like, because that could be, that sounds like a YA novel, you know? Like, you know, on your 18th birthday, like you drop an album and it goes huge and then you turn into a lizard and you're like, what now? But like, oh my god, so much about this. Like actually just, oh my god, the fact that there are actual people who really believe this. I sent Megan um, a, you know, screenshot of some a viral tweet that went around and it was like this person was talking to this girl for like a few weeks and they were into each other and then um, his, they were out in a bar, this guy and his friend were out in a bar and um, he was texting his like girlfriend or whatever and she revealed herself to be like a flat earther and you just see like a picture of this boy's face he's like obviously crushed. <laughs> And like she's texting him like, oh, it's the CIA. Like, and by the way, she just she doesn't just believe that the Earth is flat. And as we have established in a previous episode, the Earth is actually worm shaped. Um, but she believes that like you know the world is run by like reptilia, and um, or is it reptiles? Why did I say rept? I think that's a oh that's a song by the Strokes. Um, the, you know, the world is run by reptiles who are either A, wearing jackets that make them look like people. Like, where would you even get that made? Can we just look into the... Okay, can we just look into the logistics? So you wake up and you're a lizard. And this has either just happened or you've been a lizard the whole time. I'm going to go with you've been a lizard the whole time because then I think you would have yourself organised. So... First of all, you're sleeping under a heat lamp. Um, fine. You get out of bed, which is f- 
the size of a human's bed because you have to be human sized. Unless you're like wearing stilts. Okay, so you're the size of a lizard. Okay, you get out of your, you know, hot like terrarium thing. Um, you put on your outfit, which is like, okay, I'm taking the size of a normal lizard now, which you could fit in like your two hands. You put your little legs, <laughs> you put your little legs into um, huge stilted, like, you know, human sized legs that are like prosthetic legs. And um, you obviously have to work them with your own little legs, which I don't think are that strong in lizards. Probably not strong enough to lift prosthetic legs for a human. That would be like a hundred times their length. And then you have to put your little arms into two prosthetic arms and try to get those to move as well. I don't know how you'd work the fingers. I don't know how you'd bend the knees or the elbows. Um, and then you put your head into a neck and a and a face and then obviously all whatever kind of tech you have going on can read your own expression so that your face has an expression your human face can blink and like move your you can move your mouth and like oh my god it's so complicated I don't even oh my god it's this is actually frying my brain and then what? You just like, you know, tie your own tie using your lizard hands, which activate human hands, which tie the human tie on your human neck. And then you have to go out and run a business. Oh, and by the way, it's not just a West Cork natural organic honey business. It's fucking Microsoft. Oh my God. Oh, the stress. So you're stressed because you're only a lizard. And you have to do all of this shit on your own. And it's so difficult because like you're uncomfortable in that costume all day. It's like if you have to work at Disney and you're Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? You are dying in there and you have to just, you know, keep taking selfies with children. Except with this, you have to run a billion dollar company. Oh my God. And the world! <laughs> and the world at the same time oh my god like the stress would you be well I wouldn't be well I couldn't do that as a person there's no oh my god unless unless like you don't know that there is a lizard inside you operating you okay that's an interesting twist but we're just gonna assume that like the meat costume has no self-awareness and it's just a lizard it's just a lizard in stilts <laughs> So then you meet all of your lizard mates, like what? Every, like every Friday night? Do you, do you organize it? Is there a group chat? Is there an Illuminati group chat? On the incognito tab, obviously, so that the masses don't find out. I mean, imagine trying to operate a, a suit, like, and fingers and, like, you know, opposable thumbs and stuff, and you're a lizard. Like, what? Do they have, like, three digits on each hand? Oh, impossible. We don't give them enough credit. And, like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever they're doing in their little group, hats off to them. You know? Because, like, <laughs> small, like, lizards, amphibians. Are they amphibious? No. What are they? They're, like, okay, we'll just say reptiles are 
the most discriminated people in like discriminated against people in the workplace like they don't get paid you like when was the last time you saw a reptile anywhere doing any human job N- like never never they never get any credit for any of the work and here they are running the whole entire world who run the world reptiles it's lizards oh my god like i actually can't even talk about this anymore i oh, okay okay so so aside from the fact that lizards aren't big enough and they don't speak any human languages and they what wouldn't be able to operate a meat suit um and what else i don't think they have like the brain power to even come up with a conspiracy this grand other than those four key problems um this is a very plausible theory i haven't even come up with like you know the real scoop you know because all of these conspiracies are hiding a greater conspiracy you know like like in previous episodes where the reason people think that the moon landing was fake you know that's a conspiracy in itself like the real thing is that the moon doesn't exist etc flat earth we've got worm earth global warming if you will and like with this one i am just like the 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 thing itself is just so ridiculous i can't even make fun of it by coming up with a weirder thing there is no weirder thing we've reached it this is peak weird this is peak weird i tried to think of something like you know it's it's animated old spaghetti but like even that isn't quite as weird as a lizard operating a meat suit and then if we have it as like a shape-shifting lizard where did they get these skills and when we like it's not like reptiles are like not that known to us like they're everywhere and they're in zoos if you're not in a hot enough country to see them naturally we would notice if they started shape-shifting would we not where did they even learn that okay I can't even get into this anymore. I don't ha- like I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I like I just it, no, I do. Okay. It's all Miley Cyrus, but she's wearing different wigs. Okay, there we go. That's the real conspiracy is that it's not reptiles running the world. It's just Miley Cyrus having a conference with at a 12-seated table and she's running in between the chairs changing wig every time and, you know, impersonating someone else. And she is the sole ruler of this earth. That's that's what's happening. It's Miley Cyrus. And Hannah Montana isn't even on the board of directors. They go way back, but there is big beef. They both sought after that cowboy guy in the movie. You would have to have seen the movie to know who I'm talking about. His name was Travis. Did I have the Hannah Montana Nintendo DS game? Yes. So that's how I know. she's She is the Illuminati. It's Miley Cyrus. Anything she does is about the Illuminati. Any song she writes is about the Illuminati. Best of both worlds. That was about A, besmirching the good name of reptiles and B, getting away with running the Illuminati. (laughs) That's the best of both worlds. Okay, there you go. And we have arrived at a part of the podcast where I like to um, look at a movie poster for a film that I've never seen before and try to guess what the film is about based on the movie poster. Um, And this week I just looked up um, movies uh, 2006 because I've done 
a few other years. I just kind of picked them out of a hat. And I found Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And um, I say this with pride. I've never seen one single Fast and Furious film. Um, I know that this is like one of many sequels to the original Fast and Furious film. And I, okay, it says here, there's a number three. So I'm looking at the poster and it says Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. There's like orangey yellow kind of on the top and the bottom. And there's like two race cars coming that are driving like from right to left. And then there's just like black and white midsection and it's got four people in it. I don't recognize any of them, um, but they all look very moody. Um, So it's four moody people in two cars and the fast and the furious oh oh i never knew about the uh, the those i always thought it was just fast and furious um the fast and the furious tokyo drift i only really picked this one like it only really spoke to me out of a list of a few bangers because um i once made a joke about <laughs> this specific film in um one of my you know like I'm not like it wasn't in, in one of the less fine moments of my life. One of maybe maybe even a moment when I was actually like crying for help. <laughs> um I just met up with um like a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a very long time and um his girlfriend who is lovely. Um but I'd never met her either. Or I'd never met her and like I hadn't seen him in ages. So I felt kind of awkward going there. And then like I was like kind of trying to I have a habit of doing this thing where like if I'm just meeting someone for the first time, I'll kind of try and make a few jokes to like make everyone feel comfortable and just to like assert dominance as like the funny girl. Oh my god, I actually hate myself. Anyway, that was a joke. Um and like I got there and I was making a lot of jokes and I felt like they weren't funny and like I was just getting more and more nervous and like I don't know I just felt like it was probably all in my head but I felt like you know neither of them wanted to talk to me um but anyway also I got the day wrong I was a week early so they just had to like arrive even though anyway we don't need to get into it I was not exactly in peak form and then we started talking about like um um labor like as in a woman giving birth to a child and it was relevant somehow it came up in conversation and then I referred to afterbirth as labor Tokyo drift (laughs) oh my god God, that joke haunts me that joke haunts me I think about it all the time because it was like firstly I have never seen a fast and furious film I am hoping Tokyo Drift is in fact a sequel which it is it's the third one um secondly why am I trying so hard can I just relax and be a normal person please it will probably make this conversation a lot more bearable thirdly is no one else gonna tell me that this joke is good because I think it's unreal and those were the thoughts in my mind I don't know how it was received at the time I think maybe um like a pitiful scoff or like a polite laugh um and then I think I had to just go to the bathroom to just freak out for five minutes and then come back um but yeah so afterbirth is labor Tokyo drift and that's just a bit of leaving cert biology for you if you don't know what afterbirth is look it up it's oh whoops I just hit the microphone 
it's it's labor tokyo drift and that's all you need to know i think i've said enough um what do i think this film is about well like i think it's about oh i don't even care who care like how many fast and furious films are they going oh it just angers me like i've i've seen maybe five minutes of one of them and there was like the back of an airplane like a cargo plane was open as it was taking off or something and people were like driving into it on a runway or something I have a very vague recollection of this so I don't think I'm necessarily right but there was some crazy stunts on um a runway with a plane and several vehicles and I was like if anyone can believe this like they shouldn't be allowed to vote so with that in mind what do I think this one is about I just don't know I don't care. I just don't care. I'm sorry, I'm too hot to care about this film. Um, <laughs> um, okay, I think it's about um, carpooling to school. So there's four of them and there's two cars. Um, that just reminds me of like, there's a Modern Family episode where um, Claire and Phil, they're a married couple and they're like, oh, my way to get to the restaurant is faster. And then they split up the kids and like take two cars to the restaurant and both go their own way. And like they both speed to get to the restaurant and then they nearly crash into each other in front. And like I remember watching that thinking they do not give a fuck about the environment. Like fair like not fair play but like I respect it. I mean like taking two cars to go to the same place and just hoofing it the whole way there. Who who are these people? How like how much money do you have that you're going to take two cars to get to the same place? Just to prove a point. Just to prove a... Ugh. Anyway. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. I am sick of looking at these people. What do I think it's about? I think it's about cars driving really fast, like, in Tokyo. And, like, a drift is, like, uh, when you, like, pull the handbrake and when you're turning. So the back wheels lock. And you can go a lot faster. And if you know what you're doing, allegedly, you can turn the car. This, like, oh, I don't know. This is about four people failing their theory test. That's what it's about. It's about four people failing their theory test. And then they're not allowed to drive because they can't apply for a provisional license because they don't have their theory test done. And they have to ask their mums for a lift if they ever want to go anywhere. Sirsha, because you don't have a driver's license yet. But I'm applying for once. Oh my god. Bitch, keep it together. Yeah, so this is about four people who have to ask their parents to give them a spin whenever they want to go anywhere. Because they live in rural Ireland and the bus, like the bus's transport network is dismal. And it's so saucy. So that's the two race cars you see here are being driven by two mothers. And um, they're like you have to do chores because fuel costs money and like we're not Phil and Claire Dunphy from Modern Family we can't just afford to go spinning whenever we want we actually have to pay bills around here so I'm not giving you a lift unless I know where you're going I know who you're meeting and you'll do chores later that's what Tokyo Drift is about it was a real like left turn for the Fast and the Furious franchise but um what can I say life is unpredictable the first woman to give birth was probably not anticipating A, giving birth, and B, labour, Tokyo Drift. So there you go. Life comes at you fast.
you have to study for the theory test you actually have to study for it I know it seems silly but like look it up and actually study for it if you're listening to this and you're over the age of 17 and you haven't done your theory test yet just start studying for it and just do it like anyway I can't say anything because I don't have a driver's license but like I have a provisional license for a car and a bike so that kind of makes me a legend so I am above all the rules also I would like to give Hannah Murphy a shout out because she gave myself and Abigail a lift into Bray and she was doing a hill start and then pulled out into a major road and Abigail and I were just like kind of looking at her in awe and like I'm not gonna say there was like sexual chemistry in the car but there wasn't not (laughs) so just learn how to drive sexy people can drive that's it that's it and don't watch a Fast and Furious movie. And don't bring it up in conversation. Oh my god. I'm now doing a special um, episode 7 uh, segment here with Kira, where we're reading each other's Twitter drafts. Um, and I would like to state for the record that recently I lost a lot of valuable, valuable tweets or drafts because I had to re-download Twitter. But anyway, we'll just have to do... have to make do... Um, Um, mine aren't that funny um (laughs) yeah Uh, I promise I am okay Kira's aren't that funny and she promises that she actually is funny who's to really say whether she's a liar or not um she's gonna be reading out mine anyway so okay Okay. give me your phone um I have the diet and exercise of someone who doesn't fear death there we go and that is based on a true story um I do fear death I think about it all the time and um, I do nothing all day and I don't eat well. Okay, Kira's got, I don't care about your zodiac sign. Do you think Aurora's dress in slewing beauty should have been <laughs> should have been pink or blue? I think this is a good question. Mm-hmm. I personally think pink. I'm, oh my God. I'm a, I'm a blue woman myself. You like the blue? Yeah, I thought she was popping off in the blue. Too. Okay, Kira thought she was popping off in the blue. Um, here we go for number two. Um, it's another one about not fearing death. Okay, that's... Um, are we going to act like running isn't the most cowardly of all exercises? <laughs> Why do you need to be so good at running? Who are you running from? Why do you need to be able to run for so long? Pathetic. <laughs> I do not need exercise at all, for I do not fear death. <laughs> oh my god, I made myself piss! Okay, um... My dad really doesn't like Harry Styles and it causes arguments between us far too often and all they have revealed to me is I'm willing to feud with my own father just to defend him. Mm-hmm. And I think by him, Kira means God. Harry um, Styles. Oh, okay. Obviously. Harry Styles, obviously. Um, Interesting, interesting. Yeah, dad has a problem with the fact that Harry Styles wears dresses. He thinks it's like a publicity stunt. Um, I think he just looks really good in dresses and dad's just a bit jealous. And I- I think that like he's still a good singer-songwriter at the end of the day and I will die on the ship. <laughs> yeah, um, next one, trying to seem cool as a full-time job with no benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's kind of like pain for you to lose your shit at all of your tweets. <laughs> Not at all. I reject that hypothesis. <laughs> Um, that's me. Co- that's me quint- uh, quoting Quentin Tarantino who was called a sexist at a panel. Um... 
no, it's not vain for me to laugh at my own jokes. Um, one time in sixth year, my art teacher told me my skin was glowing and I just looked at her and revealed it was in fact oily as fuck. I bet you did, yeah. I bet you said it's oily no, as fuck, Bermel. Like, oh my god, your skin's glowing. And I was like, it's oil. And she was like, oh, stop. And I was like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> stop what? <laughs> um, still makes me laugh that we have ads for perfume. Oh, you I can't see it. You cannot see it. Perfume is invisible. We are just looking at people who are apparently wearing it. They are always beautiful people, but that's not thanks to perfume because perfume is invisible. <laughs> Uh, that's some of my more political work and um, I don't really I'm not that comfortable <laughs> sharing that with people okay well I'll hang on my biggest flex is being the same age as Billie Eilish that's actually not a flex because that isn't a flex at all yeah I think it's the extra money she has on me though I think she's doing yeah. I think it's an unfair advantage yeah, um Spotify keeps giving me ads for joining the Irish military <laughs> do you have what it takes <laughs> hold on <laughs> like girl you know I don't <laughs> Hold on, that's not the funny bit. Let me resume the Simon and Garfunkel album. <laughs> oh, I would just like to say Bridge Over Troubled Water is the best song of all time and I would die day one of army training. I can't do more than five push-ups. Um, Kira says... Okay, Kira can't do five. I showed my dad a pair of pants I ordered, which I was really excited about, and he said, are you planning on wearing them outside? And that's a true story. Dad regularly shades Kira and all of her clothes and he has no chill. I think that's fair to say. I do enjoy dressing like a, like a male chav. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like a classy one. Like Kira, don't say chav on my podcast, Why? please. That's not an that's insult. Not a nice word. Isn't it? No. But I literally am like, that's what I'm going for. Okay. Right. Anyway. I'm still not happy. No, I try to dress like I'm a guy on Jaded London. Okay. That's fair. Um, can I read your actual tweets now? Yeah. Hold on. I'll just read one of yours. Mm-hmm. Dublin pedestrians really need to chill out. Like, I promise you nothing bad will happen if you actually wait for the green man. That is very fair. No, I feel like people actually judge me because I wait for the green man. I feel like they're like, oh my God, pussy, just fucking cross the road. And I'm like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to. Like, leave me alone. Some dogs are ugly. My mother, for example. (laughs) That is a true story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get this. You took a shit with you. I don't get that. (laughs) What the fuck do you mean? Like, like, you know when people are like, oh, I just took a shit. And I'm like, what, you took it with you? <laughs> no, I don't get this. Like, you take something yeah, with you. I know, but like... It's obvious they mean they just pooed. Like, know, I've never... A... Anyway, you're overthinking it. Um... I'm going to read out your tweets. <laughs> the clown can blow me up and twist me into a balloon animal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I didn't see the movie. <laughs> I just say we did see the movie and even though I thought it was fucking hilarious too, she thought she was going to vomit every two minutes because she feels nauseous when she's scared. Yeah, whenever whenever I feel very, very frightened, um, I want to get sick everywhere. <laughs> Here we go. Buckle up. Um, Kira's most recent tweet is, I would use myself as a human shield to protect Hugo. Hashtag love island. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to comment on that? I love him. He's a sweet baby boy and I would 
go to extreme lengths to make sure that he was having a good day. Okay. Um, next tweet from Sirisha is, Ladies, am I the only one who would eat shit out of a diaper for Roderick Heffley? Roderick rules this pussy, 100 emoji. Uh, Dad, ignore this. <laughs> and then followed up by, excuse me, I want Roderick to smash my head against a concrete slab and then mount my taxidermy corpse above his mantelpiece. That's a classic. I think I've actually read that one already. Okay. That one relates to a story I told in the very, very first episode. Um, Kira tweeted on the 26th of June, I give myself the ick sometimes. Mm, I do. Like sometimes when I feel like uh, having a bath or something, I'm like, you. Who the fuck takes baths? (laughs) Um, I get the friendship ick as well. Like, you can give me the ick. No matter what relationship we have. Um had a dream a few nights ago. <laughs> Did I fucking stutter? No. Um, well you it's okay. Anyway, um that my garden had thousands of turkeys running around it and they weren't making turkey noises. They were just saying the word goblin and <laughs> Not sure how to process this. Also, can I just say, Susha won't let me. I went through a phase of just randomly saying "gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me," and Susha got annoyed because the gobble reminded her of the turkey uh, nightmare. <laughs> that is also true, Kira. This is very funny. More often than I would like to admit, I'll look at the time, see twenty three twenty three, and be like, "Oh my god, it's eleven <laughs> eleven." Um. Thinking about making an all-girl band to rival Dublin's inhaler, does Bronco Dilator sound like a catchy name? That's good. Um, I have never listened to an inhaler song. Ever. But I would know all of their names just because I'm like weak for three out of four of them. Another day carrying the burden of being the stranger on the street everyone falls in love with. When will it be my turn? And then a sad face. Instead of no, saying no, that. shut up. Instead of saying I do at weddings, can we start doing <laughs> pinky promises? <laughs> I feel like there'd be very less divorces if that was a thing. Um, but the whole uh stranger on the street thing. I tweeted that the day that I went to Nine Crows for the first time, and I bought like a leather jacket that was like brown, um, and it was really cute, and I just looked like a bit of a hipster in it. And I was walking around Dublin and I got so many more smiles from skater boys than I ever had in my life. And I was like, I've peaked. Can eating, frankly, irresponsible amounts of dairy give you sleep paralysis? Or am I having a very unique experience? (laughs) That is also based on a true story. I can't remember what happened, but I had like a real nightmare. Like it was awful. Kira saying, there's something so inexplicably intimate. (laughs) About sitting in a spot that's been warmed by someone else. What that translates to as when someone else's ass heats up the seat that my ass then touches, I think there's something intimate and nice about that. I think it's a real it's a real moment, you know? Um This is one about me. Um Kira just said that the movie Coraline has sex appeal. Please someone help me to forget this. That can't do what he was doing. To be fair, like, no, no, he's a really no, deep voice. There's no need for it. It's like silk. Okay. <laughs> a bestiality and Beast. somehow worse because it's not even a real cat. It's made out of clay. Um, My daily routine. 8 a.m. Wake up. 
8.15am breakfast, 9am online lectures. Does it take you 45 minutes to eat a bowl of cereal? Anyway. I'm a culinary arts student. So it takes you longer to eat cereal because you're doing culinary arts? No, it no, just it says breakfast. So, so what are you making? Like, oh, give me a break. 12 to 10pm. Watch that TikTok of the football players dancing to Eeny Meeny by Justin Bieber and Sean Kingston repeatedly. 10.01pm sleep. Um, also, I would like to say for the record, there are no likes on that tweet. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I, that's not the point. Okay. The point is, you're not funny. I'm not no, I'm messing. Her. Oh my god, I'm messing. Relax. Um. Anyway, I would just like to say, Kira had a real crush on Justin Bieber back in the day, and she wanted Justin Bieber wallpaper in her room. And Dad oh, said, "No, give me a break." Kira's acting <laughs> like she invented irony. No, you did not. You were nine years old, and you were like, "I want no, Justin no, Bieber no, wallpaper on my room." Okay, okay, right. Well, let me just get to the end of this story, right? Dad was in the shop when she, when Kira mentioned this and he said, I'm not getting you Justin Bieber wallpaper because next week you'll want Joe Murphy wallpaper. And Kira's like, who is Joe Murphy? And Dad's like, it's an example of another man. And she was so hung up on the fact that Joe Murphy wasn't a person or a singer that she had a crush on. Can I just say? Even though, yes, I would have absolutely outgrown that wallpaper very quickly. Dad wouldn't have changed it. It would have been fucking gas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a 19-year-old, I'd be like, I would fucking post that shit everywhere. I'd be like, guys, look, I have Justin Bieber wallpaper. This is so funny. Like, this should be in a museum. That's going to become like an aesthetic. We're going to get like the way Y2K is now. It's going to be like that fucking crazy, crazy, like late, like noughties is going to become a thing. Things I'm about to start. A thread. Swinging. That's not bad. Not gonna, I like the reveal. <laughs> Mum probably provoked that. Um, um, oh, you like rap? Name three of Jake Paul's songs. Yeah, that's pretty much what I thought. <laughs> Jake Paul. Does he three? Yeah, Jake Paul is a rapper. I don't know if. I don't know. Um, the thought of people watching me do stuff alone in public is so mortifying. Like waiting for the green man by myself, eating, realizing I'm walking the wrong way, and having to turn yeah, around. I hate that. This is really embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I was in Dublin. Um, and you know, just killing time aimlessly w- walking around because I've nowhere to fucking go, and my train isn't for another while. Um, and yeah, like I would try to play it off if I realised I was going the wrong way you know when you come out of St Stephen's Green and you're about to go on Grafton Street I always go too far left into the other street you mean when you're crossing the road yeah and then I'm like oh fuck you miss Grafton Street okay well you should be embarrassed by that (laughs) I want a Harry Potter by Wild Child film where Poppy Moore gets sent to a boarding school but instead of Abbey Mountains Hogwarts brackets Freddy's Draco obviously that sounds fucking class Freddy and Draco would actually have to just be there together because I can't I can't sacrifice either of my kings um if I ever put up a video of me singing while playing guitar in my story with a black and white filter just know that I'm really going through it but I'm too much of a coward to outright ask to be euthanized (laughs) yikes okay that's about me um obviously thinking if it ever comes to me singing on my story i'm deeply depressed kira sang on her story story, her private story okay that's different um i hate not knowing anyone in my course yet like what are we wearing (laughs) 
think we say like I'm a culinary arts student. Do I? What's the attire? Is it joggers or is it like cute day out in Dublin fish? But also, I'm getting changed into my chef white soon. Um. Don't get why Beverly Hills Chihuahua didn't win any awards. <laughs> Chloe, a dog, had to learn how to speak and understand human language, both English and Spanish. She deserved an Oscar. I don't think there is an Academy Award for animals. Um, there is an Academy Award for Best Actor and Best Actress, and she would have fallen into that category. Um, if the calculated grades portal opens at 9am tomorrow, what time should I get up at to start prinking? Good question. The actual answer is to just stay up all night before and just still be drunk in the morning. Also, I meant to mass a salad 13 fucking times that week. Um, Susha posted a gif of Timothy Chalamet in his statistics video, which I know word for word. Do it. <coughs> Look at me. It's Timmy T. But to hit them with the CT. Let's do a problem. Let us see the probability you see me on TV. One zero 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 trillion percent. I'm a statistical wonder. A statistical gem. One in a zillion. But it be a trillion. Something, 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 something. A chameleon statistics. Yep. There you go. That was amazing. The one I'm on about. And on that bombshell, good night.